Hey everybody, we're talking thefrequency.com. That's T-H-E-E, frequency.com. And uh, we all know it's my daughter's company. Sarah Miller owns this company. It's where you get crystals, jewelry, uh, Ouija boards, uh, witch spells, all this, uh, tarot card readings. You can get all of this there. I know a lot of friends that are into this type of thing. Please go to thefrequency.com. That's T-H-E-E, frequency.com. And there they will take care of your spiritual needs, your witch craft things, everything you need there for crystals, like I said, crystals, tarot card readings, everything you need. I, I personally... I personally, myself, bought some jewelry there. I bought the I Am uh, Angel Ring and the uh, original Snake Ring, Sin Snake Ring. And uh, I couldn't be happier with these products. Um, And let me tell you, uh, she does such a good job on packaging them, uh, getting them to you quickly. So I encourage you to get your spirit right by going to thefrequency.com. That's T H E frequency.com tell them splat unicorner sent you maybe a man is better when he's a dangerous man who's being good than he would be if he was just a good man who wasn't capable of being dangerous and i believe that because the best men that i've ever met are very dangerous men you don't mess with them. testing one two testing one two bitches i want to kill the unicorn god I fully understand. Come on, man. It can happen. Come on, man. Then there's something wrong with you. You're certainly not very good. I want to kill the unicorn. I fully understand. Come on, man. It doesn't exist, folks. Come on, man. I'm sorry. I want to kill the unicorn. I fully understand. Thank you very much. That's really nice. Thank hey, you. everybody. Welcome back to Splatch Unicorner Podcast. Yes, it's the podcast before the Christmas special on Saturday, Christmas Eve. Hopefully Santa Claus, just in case there's some little kids listening, which they shouldn't be, but okay, we'll go with this. I hope Santa Claus, a.k.a. parents, um, I hope you guys got all the crotch goblins, everything they wanted for Christmas. Red Ryder BB gun. You shoot your dick out, son. 
or whatever that little girl said on Christmas Story. Okay. I want to kill the unicorn. No. Yeah, but we're getting closer to Christmas, folks. And that's just the way it is. But how was everybody's weekend? How was it going? How did it go? How did you, any, any Christmas parties this weekend? I went to a Christmas party on Friday. That's right. And then I'm one on yesterday. One on yesterday. Or Monday. Whatever day it was. It doesn't exist, folks. Hey, maybe it, maybe it was just a figment of my imagination. It's like uh, Charles Dickens, the Christmas party story. But if there's any ghosts going to visit me, I'm just going to tell you one thing. I don't think it's going to happen. Fuck no. I ain't Scrooge. I'm not coming out this thing all positive and shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> What I say is what I say. Exactly. But Friday, I uh, went up to hang out with some friends after the Christmas party. Um, it was a good time. Went out to the local hall. Did listen to some karaoke. <laughs> Always love to hear the karaoke. Saw my homies, met some new people, Morgan and Crystal from H Crystal from Houston. Uh, you guys were a treat, but uh, it was nice to meet you guys. Hopefully you're listening. I told you to listen. You said you'd listen, but uh, it was nice meeting you guys. I think we're going to be friends for a while now. And, um, yeah, we had some fun. We hung out. Uh, hung out with Jonathan. Jonathan, I know you listen. What's up, dude? It's good seeing you. Good seeing Lance out there. And a bunch of other people. Ashley, uh, a bunch of other people. <sighs> but it was a good, good night. It's a good night. Safety meetings were a, were a bunch. If you know what a safety meeting is, you know what I mean. If you don't, email me and I'll tell you. <clears throat> but it was a fun night. Um, Saturday. What happened Saturday? Something happened Saturday. Oh, I was so hungover. Uh, the party came back to my house on Friday night. <laughs> We fucking drank till like five in the morning, just bullshitting. Uh, I should have put it on tape. God damn it! I gotta keep remembering that. <clears throat> uh, but Saturday I was hungover. Did some things. Did some shopping. Uh, it was a dreary day. Then I got home and I didn't do dick. I didn't do shit. Should have done shit. I'm supposed to go hang out with Morgan and. Uh, crystal before they went to or before they went to houston but i didn't get that opportunity because your boy was it was late and it was i was hungover what are you gonna do 
But uh, that was about it. Um, I watched a movie on Saturday. Uh, a little movie called Bullet Trade. <laughs> Bullet Trade. Do we know Bullet Train? Anybody ever heard of this? It's with Brad Pitt and, and a bunch of other famous people. But I can't. Oh, excuse me. I can't tell you who they are because it's like a. Oh my fucking god! They're in this movie, right? And they don't tell you in the trailer or nothing. So I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Go see it. It's. It's, uh, let's see if they got a trailer here. See if they got a fucking trailer, buddy. Yeah. And my internet's fucking slow because the high internet's down. I don't fucking know. Give us a trailer here. IBDBDBDB. <clears throat> Pardon my voice. Uh, it's cold and, and rainy. And I don't know what to do, folks. I'm just going to talk like the old DJs. Hey, what's happening? It's Splat here at the Splat. The SUP studio. WSUP. <laughs> Let me try it again. Konnichiwa. Right on schedule. Deer Creek International Business Solutions. How can I help you? I am ready. Well, that's great, Ladybug. Ladybug. A new operational name. Oh, I see what you're doing. Ladybug's supposed to be lucky. Ha. You don't have bad luck. Really? My bad luck is biblical. I'm not even trying to kill people and someone dies. Remember the suicidal bellboy? You drove him to the hospital. Hang in there, buddy! And he didn't die. Okay, the wedding. Tequila? Johannesburg. Time for some change. You want it simple for your first job back? Doesn't get simpler. We need to find the person who took that case. That's too easy. Shit. What? Remember those two wackos from the Bolivia job? The twins? Yeah, not so sure they're twins. Get off the train. You stab me? I would never stop coming for you. What? Stop. Something else going on here. Hi. You don't remember me. You look like every white homeless man I've ever seen. Really? You don't remember me? Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> He's a bag of dicks, lady. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm working on it. Get off at the next stop. Sounds so easy when you say it. One little prick from this, you know what happens? Yes. Your blood congeals, clogging your feet. I oh, said okay. yes. <laughs> Ah, shit balls. You guys who want to hear the whole story. What's waiting for us in Kyoto? The White Death with his army of assassins. There's this soulless psychotic leader with the largest criminal organization on the planet shoved right inside us. I don't see the White Death letting any of us off this train. Okay, so we need oh, to come up with a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking internet. I'm gonna hurt people. What's happening to your face? Maybe there was a little head trauma? Maybe. I, I gotta get off this train. Sorry, buddy. So that's five assassins aboard a swiftly moving bullet train. Find out their missions have something in common. But go check it out. It's very, very good. I didn't think I was going to like it. 
kind of uh, the trailers before. Like, eh, Brad Pitt shoot 'em up movie, but it was a good movie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Why is it? <laughs> I gotta love the technology around here. We are bare minimum, folks. But I highly recommend that. I give that uh, probably f- three splat, three and a half splats. So uh, go check that out. It's on Netflix now. <clears throat> and then uh, uh, let me see if they got a trailer for this because this was an interesting documentary I watched over the weekend. Now, in the 90s, some of you 90s kids might, your mothers or, or your grandmothers uh, might have heard of this lady or was watching this lady. Um. No, there's no trailers for it, son of a bitch. Um, damn. I was hoping there'd be a trailer. Uh, her name was Miss Cleo. Uh, uh, she was, uh, when we were, uh, let me see, if, we'll go to YouTube, see if we can find an old commercial. <clears throat> but she was this psychic, this Jamaican psychic on TV. You know, you'd call in, spend your three ninety nine a minute back in the day when they had eight hundred numbers, and uh, she'd be like, "My name is Miss Cleo. You get rid of that man. He's a no good for you." <laughs> and uh, really, it was quite funny when I was younger. Man, no Miss Cleo clips, huh? Bitch. Here, we'll just play. It. They got one that says here, and then we'll play the trailer. <laughs> Here's her greatest hits. So many people. Uh, commercials, bitches. Not if you're not on my time. Not if you're paying me money, there, people. Uh, thought I paid for none. None. Um, you know. Skip the ad, Miss Cleo. You have questions. I have the answers. Who asked you to go out of town? The stupid young one or the married one? <laughs> the married one. That's what we thought. Don't go. You hear me? If you want him to believe that it's over, then you got to stop accepting the booty calls at 2 a.m. in the morning. You understand? <laughs> yeah. Could you tell me what type of direction is my life headed into? Last four nights, your feelings have been hurt, so you've been up all night. Yes. You haven't been... And this is around a relationship. Oh. Talk about it. Uh, okay, don't make me take you to church, young man. The ex is much better than the present one, you know. Did you think that you were pregnant a couple of months back? Yes. You were, but you lost it, correct? Yeah. The secret that you were holding back. You already hit it. It was right. about the baby. <laughs> Michael, you really got yourself into trouble on that one, brethren. I got back up this time. This person is that's around you right now has been in jail before. Yeah, you're right. You're telling the honest truth. You're right. You know, people have been criticized and jabbed at and talked about throughout the ages for having different beliefs. And apparently, I am no exception. Although it is a constant challenge, I will continue. I will not allow them to stop me. <laughs> I will teach as a shaman and help those who seek the knowledge. So that was Miss Cleo. If you don't recognize the voice, you're too young, okay? So here's the HBO Max trailer for the documentary. Powerful and life altering. Call me now. Call me now. Call me now. Call me now. A lot of people Call in this documentary now. from Mad TV. That's you now. Realize that your life is not ever going That's to be the same. That's her now. 
Mazarin. Cleo was a psychic advisor, and she read tarot cards. If anyone watched TV after midnight, you knew who Miss Cleo was. The best exactly. entertainment I could possibly imagine. She had such a presence. They didn't just want to hear about the future. They wanted what she gave. She gave you the truth. But not everyone had the same experience. U.S. government really brought the hammer down against Miss Cleo for defrauding consumers. She was born in Los Angeles. She created this Miss Cleo character, which had a Jamaican accent. There were a lot of people making money from this, and the more money they made, the more money they wanted. As far as the company profits, Miss Cleo didn't appear she was getting any of that. A lot of her life was such a mystery. Who's the real Miss Cleo? The web of stories, it seems, is far and wide. Cleo may have been a character to cope with whatever was going on in her life, but it was still very real for her. That's the enigma of this woman. Was it performative? Yes. Was she actually trying to help people? Yes, again. They wanted me to create a character. I'm not a character, I'm a real person. Don't be fooled by thinking what you know is the whole story. Call Me Miss Cleo on HBO Max. Go check it out, especially if you're of a certain age and you remember Miss Cleo. I remember watching her when I got home at night from the bar or whatever. Um, I mean, she was everywhere. All these 800 uh, commercials were everywhere, though, you know? Uh, and then at night you had, uh, before there was Girls Gone Wild, you had boom, boom, 1-800 seductive women oh yeah you like brunettes you like blondes boom 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 dial 1-800 seductive women 4.99 a minute 12.99 after first three <laughs> or 99 cents first minute 12.99 per minute after Uh, so many kids uh, got a fucking phone bill that was a grand, you know, 1800 600 Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Did everybody get their ass whooped back then? Because <laughs> there was no cell phones. There was no internet. There was 1-800-SEDUCTIVE-WOMEN. Right? And then you'd find a little nudie mag in the woods. And you look in the back, in the way back, and it was, oh, yeah, 1-800-SUCK-PUSSY or SUCK-TITTIES or 1-800-SHE-WILL-SUCK-YOUR-DICK. <laughs> the good old days <clears throat> before technology. But it was a very good uh, documentary. Everybody knows. I'm not spoiling anything. Everybody knew she was fake because she got in trouble back in the day. It was a big story because all these housewives and grandmas and shit, they fucking gave all their money to Miss Cleo. Your boyfriend is a bastard. You know, that's what you paid her fucking four ninety nine a minute to tell you. <clears throat> Sorry about my throat here, but I got a little. Sorry, Bob. I got the laryngitis. If you don't know what that's from, then fuck you. <laughs> That was from a little movie called Walk the Line. But yeah, go check it out, Miss Cleo. You know, I guess then after Miss Cleo, there was like, you know, Girls Gone Wild. And then uh, 
to well, Flex Seal is the best, you know. And then they would make half hour. You know, you had the Juice Man. You had all these. You had what's the Tony, the guy with the ponytail and the muscles, and he had the fucking you know thing you ran with, but it was like a, called the Gazelle or some shit. Tony something. Right, you had all these guys, and you had Tony Robbins. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, uh, I'm gonna make you believe in yourself, cause I do motivational speaking, and I think he talks like this, and he's uh, still alive, and he still does the same thing, and people still believe in him like he's a pastor or a god. But you'll pay your fucking six ninety nine a minute just to hear this guy tell you that you're fine, right? When you can just come here uh, and, and fire up Splat Unicorn Podcast to find out that you are special. You don't need Tony Robbins. Hey, you want some fucking advice about your boyfriend? Hey, message me here at splatunicorn.gmail.com. I'll do a way better job than fucking Miss Cleo. I'll tell you the truth for free. Mr. Splato, <laughs> are you pregnant and you're not pregnant now? I thought they abandoned abortions out of illegal stop substance or whatever. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, that was a great documentary. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything. I mostly football this weekend. A lot of football. Football on Saturday, Sunday, but we'll talk about that in the sports show after this show. Stick around after some uh, some sweet, sweet, sweet offers by my friends and local businesses. Maybe we have some little small, not locals necessarily, but small businesses. Um, please help them out. I know it's Christmas time. You might need some things. And uh, tell them Splat you in a corner sent you. Maybe they'll treat you kindly and give you a little... Look at that splat discount. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Can't promise nothing, but hey, you never know. You never fucking know, do you? Um, <clears throat> uh, but I, I want to see Avatar. I want to see the new Whitney movie. <laughs> But I'm not sure I want to. I used to love going out to the movies until this COVID shit. And then the COVID got done and everyone's just fucking nutty, man. Everybody is out of their fucking minds. That's a fact, man. So everybody be careful out there. Thank God for door dashes and, and delivery services. And you don't have to go out and see these crazy political nutcases. I got a mask on. I don't Still to this day, what is it, two years? Almost three and uh, people are still fighting over if you're wearing a mask. I saw it in a store the other day because I, I, I just I had to go get something. That I, it was one thing. I didn't want to get it delivered for 50 bucks. So I went in there, and these two were just going at it, going at it about a mask. This guy was mad because this bitch had a mask on, and this bitch got mad because he didn't have a mask on. I'm like, this feels like 2020 all over again, right? I almost had to, you know. Uh, Go out of exactly. <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah, that's right. Thanks, Michael. But you guys get over yourselves, man. Let people do what the fuck they want to do. If motherfuckers want to wear a mask, that's fine. You know, that's fine. Go on your little blog and your little whatever and complain about it. Don't don't start shit. Nobody. That's unnecessary. What is it of your business if someone's wearing a mask or if they're not? I, I cannot believe I'm having the same discussion. 
that I had two years ago. Or whenever we started this motherfucker a year ago. Two years ago? Is that two years now? I'm going to have to go check on that. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, this is people why I don't uh, go to the bar or go to the store or go anywhere for that matter. Because people are fucking nuts. And people don't give a fuck anymore. Because you can do whatever you want nowadays. And people use some excuse and they get out of it. I'm a transgender. You can't take me to jail. Oh, don't talk. Body cam's on. Don't say <laughs> Come on, people. Got to get better than this. Got to get better than this. It's plain and simple. Um, but uh, I'm just getting ready for the Christmas. I might not come out of my house at Christmas. I don't know. I got some things I'm supposed to do, but I'm going to be honest with you. It's supposed to be like fucking 25 degrees, 30 degrees. Low is 18, 16, whatever. Down here in Texas, folks, I can't imagine people above me. Anybody above me, right? Although we'll get it for a couple of days, you know, or whatever. Uh, we got a week of snow one time, but uh, it's fucking cold out there, folks. I don't. I may just lock my doors and just never go out of the house this weekend because your boy is on vacation. <sighs> yes, my favorite time of the year where I get to party on weeknights. I get to fucking drink. And have a good to do whatever I want. Stay up late, watching, uh, uh, catching up with my shows, whatever it is. I have no responsibilities for a fucking week. Sorry, <laughs> but I'm gonna do some things. I got some things I want. I got planned. I want to do. Um, <clears throat> and uh, if you want to be on the podcast next week. Uh, if you know me, call me. If you don't, you, uh, splatunicorner at gmail.com. And uh, we'll find it. We'll find some time, get you in. So an hour of your time, an hour or two of your time, and uh, we'll be done with it. We can even try a Zoom or something. But if you want, and also, uh, I'll remind you again at the end of the both show, both uh, segments again, but uh, we're doing. I'm I'm recording the uh, Christmas special um, tomorrow or tonight or whatever. So uh, get your names in if you want me to give you a shout out. Uh, I'm sure I'll shout out most of the people. Uh, if you have, uh, tell me your favorite song or whatever. I forgot what I was supposed to do. But your favorite Christmas song, your favorite Christmas movie. Um. And uh, it's going to be a grand old time. We're going to have a bunch of people come visit Mega Man, Pronoun Pete, Mr. T, uh, as Black Santa. Um, there's rumors that Harambe might make a make a uh, 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 a showing. We're going to do some, we might we might do some Christmas karaoke. Um, I'm sure I'm, uh, I'm sure the uh, guests might have some songs of their own. We don't know, folks. We do not know. It's a mystery. We're going to unwrap it on Christmas Eve, and we'll give you a great, great Christmas special. Okay? It's not like this. We're not going to be talking politics and shoving things up people's asses. We're going to be talking about Christmas and Christmas things. Will there be political jokes? Sure. Will there be uh, dirty jokes? Sure. It's... 
the Splat Unicorner Podcast Christmas Special. How can it not be anything but fucking offensive? It's my first one, my first special anyway, Christmas special, like as big as, as production this is, I, I'm hoping this is going to be. So um, uh, wish me luck. Uh, I'm going to do best I can. If not, we'll make up for it next year, or maybe we'll do a Christmas in July special. But I do want to see, uh, I don't know, the new Avatar looks amazing. I was watching this behind-the-scenes thing on ABC. I forget what day it was. Maybe it was Friday before I was going out. No, it couldn't have been then. I don't know. Maybe I saw, I don't fucking know. But anyway, it was the back, uh, they brought a lot of people into this. This thing looks amazing. I, I was kind of leery at first, but then, man, this fucking, and I keep hearing nothing but great things. Nothing but great things about um, about this movie. Can't wait to see it. Avatar, I think we uh, mentioned it last week. But uh, I'm going to try and get that in on my vacation. I can't promise anything. I'll give you guys a full review once I see it. And I may, may or not go see the Whitney Houston movie. Um, if not, we'll, re we'll review that one. Uh later on down the road but uh, we're going to take a break here and listen to our sponsor but before we do that i wanted to mention um before we take this little nugget of a break i also have been listening to a podcast now a lot of people go well why do you uh promote other people's podcast on here blah 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 i don't care i'm not competition i'm just here for therapy okay but I i've been obsessed with this um let me pull it up with this uh I might have mentioned it before. I don't know. It's called Confused Breakfast. Right? And basically it's three dudes, three buddies that were born in the late 80s or 90s. And they go back and, you know, when you were, uh, their their spiel is, they you know, blockbuster times. Um, and they're reviewing all the movies that they kind of grew up with. Like the first one was Hocus Pocus. They do Beetlejuice, Lethal Weapon, Big, Santa Claus. <gasps> Ooh, excuse me, Home Alone, Karate Kid, things like this. You know, Speed, Three Ninjas. They do these things called little mini bites about uh, off things, you know, Teenage Mutant. Let me tell you what. this: If you're into movies, which I am, this is just like hanging out with your buddies and discussing movies, right? And this, they give nostalgic ratings when they were, uh, 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 how they, uh, how they would rate it when they were kids and how they would rate it. And they go back and watch it now and then they rate it and give their, you know, they give their opinions about when they were kids, how they enjoyed it. You know, like Blank Check, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, Days and Confused, Bloodsport, The Sandlot. Oh man, these are so good. Encino Man, Jurassic Park, Stand By Me. I mean, they give you like fan theories on what might have happened to these characters. But I highly recommend these guys. The Confused Breakfast on Spotify or wherever you get your um, <clears throat> wherever you get your uh, podcasting. Kind of like us. 
Um, but we are going to take a break from the paid sponsor here. So go download the Anchor app and, uh, you know, put a little change in my pocket. Uh, but uh, let's take a break here. All right, folks, we'll see you in a second. Hey, everybody. That's right. Get down, baby. That's a banger, dude. That is a banger. Come on now. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to that little nugget of uh, advertisement. Anchor is the reason I'm here. Whether you fucking like it or not. Oh, folks. Oh, folks. What's going on in this world today? What are we doing out here? (laughs) I have a question for everybody. Who lost money with FTX? And if you don't know what FTX is, it's this little thing everybody's trying, uh, cryptocurrency, everybody's trying to make a thing, but I've been saying this from the beginning, it's a fucking joke, it's bullshit, it's a fucking scam, you can't turn real money into air, unless you burn it or something, it still turns to ash. But this cryptocurrency, I don't fucking get it. It doesn't, I don't, a lot of people are getting scammed. A lot of these so-called Bitcoin cryptocurrency kings are dying because of governments. They are ripping the common person off and passing it on as like, oops, I didn't know, I just lost the money. (laughs) Come on, man. But uh, I've been following this story. About Sam Bakeman Freed or Fried, Freed, Fried, Freed, Fried, I don't know. And we're going to call him Fried because he looks like a fucking douche. Uh, and his implosion of the ATFTX, uh, they even named a fucking stadium after this thing. And remember all the Super Bowl commercials with Matt Damon and Kim Kardashian? And I don't know if Tom Brady was in there, but everybody had these crypto. It was this guy right here, Sam Bankman Fried. Right, we're just going to read this little. I want to break down the timeline of this little fucking Jew fro fucko. What a douche! All right, so we're going to do this little news clip here. We'll read it. Uh, an apparent uh, the staggering level. This is crazy. Uh, apparent deception staged by former crypto king, former now, huh? Crypto king Sam Bankman Fried, Freed, Fried, wasn't uncovered by government investigators. Nope. Or a major powerhouse financial news organization such as the Wall Street Journal. Instead, the public's first glimpse of the alleged wrongdoing by Bankman Fried, Freed, Fried. <clears throat> 
known to insiders as SBF. Or as I like to say, son of a bitch fucker. Uh, came earlier this month from a small news site unknown to much of the public. It was spent years chronicling the turbulent and murky world of crypto. Coindesk. It'll be a lot smoother when I'm done with this cigarette. This Jamaican cigarette. In fact, the reporter and editor duo who worked to break the story... which prompted a stunning cascade of events that led to the evaporation of billions of dollars. Fucking 30-something thousand billion dollars. I think that we talked about this already. I don't know. We're going to talk about it again. Didn't realize the scoop they had on their hands when they first... But uh, this this whole story gets nuttier. Scoop they had on their hands when they first obtained a document that cast tremendous doubt on the stability of son of a bitch fucker's crypto empire. Hi, Nick. Reporter Ian Allison emailed editor Nick Baker about this initial story plan. According to a copy of the message provided to me, I'm looking at some stuff to do with Almeida. If you want to chat this week, no mad rush. A version of this article first appeared in the Reliable Source newsletter. Allison had obtained a financial document that showed 30-year-old son-of-a-bitch fucker uh, had engaged in shady behavior, shocker, <clears throat> to use his crypto company, to use yeah, to, FTX to prop up his separate investment firm, Almeida. But that wasn't clear at first glance, and it took a couple days to figure out the story, Baker recalled to me in a phone call this week. Baker said that both he and Allison knew that it was an important document to have, but emphasized that two had no understanding at first of the massive story that was buried in the spreadsheet of numbers. Did I know that I'd be speaking to you today? Hell no, Baker said candidly and told me I had no expectations that it was going to be that gigantic. Come on, man. Over the next couple of days, Baker from a home office in the next Chicago area worked in with Allison, who lives in Scotland. Where are we going with this? I was nervous, blah, blah, blah. I want to know. This is... No. They're supposed to give me the levels of this shit. But anyway, this guy got... Um, this guy basically went around, right, and he gave uh, uh, the most, he had uh, 30, I'm going to guesstimate $36 billion, right? He had all these investors, this Bitcoin or cryptocurrency or whatever you want to call it, right? And he gathered this money, gathered this money. He's uh, giving this money to the Democratic uh, political races. He was the highest. He was the highest donating person to these Democratic Joe Biden. All these people, right? And he did that for a reason. He's doing that because now he can say, "Well, I gave this money to them. You're supposed to protect me. I'm supposed to be protected because I gave the money to the right people." 
All right, this is what he's saying now that he's popped out of his little mole hole. Now, most of these senators and uh, whatever, House committees and whatevers are said they're going to pay him back, uh, which I highly doubt because politicians love their money. So this guy, uh, he had nine other people in this company, and there was rumors or there's facts or one of them came out and uh, they were basically smoking meth and fucking, just having orgies. It was like a sex cult, a sex cult of meth and sex, right? And that's where they blew all their fucking money. They blew all this money. Where, all this fu- where do you lose 36 billion fucking dollars? Right, and then so they were gonna have some other company bail them out because maybe they were invested in it or whatever. They came in, looked at the paperwork, and was like, mm, mm, "Something ain't right here. We we were about to bail you out, but this shit ain't adding up." And this little fucker. Um, comes out the next day and says, oh, no, 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 everything's good. Everything's fine. Everybody calm down. Everything's fine. Listen, I don't know what those guys saw, but the FTX company is top fucking notch, folks. And it turns out uh, he was wrong. Nope, nope, nope. Where did the money fucking go? You little bastard Give these people their fucking cash Did you stash it away in Switzerland Or some other land? Give that fucking money back You little fucking bitch You little bitch (laughs) So son of a bitch fucker Right, turns out he doesn't have the money. He does not have the money. Come on, man. So he goes into hiding. Nobody hears from him. Nothing, nothing. Nobody hears shit about him. And then he pops up a couple weeks ago, right? And then he's acting all like autistic and shit. And he's talking like this. I'm trying to see if I can get a video of this dumb fucker. And, and, and you know, and, and I was, uh, I was, uh, I wasn't really paying attention to the books, and uh, you know, uh, uh, I paid a lot of politicians, and uh, really, I did it on purpose. And he's just basically ratting himself out. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you fucking doing, you fucking idiot? Uh, let's see, uh, there's got to be something. Here we go. He tells his side, supposedly. Let's see if we can get someone to fucking play a video for us here, you fuckers. You motherfuckers. Going to be a commercial, probably. Yep, I expect that, too. Uh-huh. But you got to hear the way this guy talks. Jesus Christ. He's like, and, um, you know, and, uh, I didn't see any problems. And, uh, you know, and he's like, he's probably tweaking, right? <laughs> doing all these fucking interviews. Fixed income ETFs just turned 20 years old. Since iShares launched its first four bond funds, the they're global not, market has fucking, grown. They're not gonna, they're not gonna, I want to hear you talking. I want to hear this kid talking, you fuckos. 
cheat, cheat, cheat. No interviews, huh? You fucking cockknockers. We'll find one here. We'll find one here, folks. That will give me what I'm looking for. And this ain't it. They said they give you a video and they don't give you a video. You motherfuckers. Come on, man. What good is this fucking internet shit if I can't find a fucking interview with this motherfucker? Jesus H fucking Christ. What do I gotta do? Pay a service? <laughs> no videos here. We'll just go to YouTube. Fuck these bitches. Fuck these motherfuckers. Uh, fuck was this guy's name again? Sam Bankman. Fried. Fried steak bitches. There's got to be something in here. Don't fail me now. Let's see if, the, if this... Uh, this uh, some bitch. I hate these commercials. They suck my fucking cock. My cock, 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 cock. But uh, this thing's getting out of control, and I believe... I don't know. We'll find out in one of these things. I believe he got arrested. In just the past five years, Sam Bankman went freed, went from buying his first Bitcoin to become a, becoming a multi-billionaire. The FTX founder is now worth an estimate of $11 billion. He could have bought that Jordan jersey if he wanted to. His exchange is now worth $32 billion. I don't know what that means. Brought in about a billion dollars in revenue just last year. CNBC's Kate Rooney has more on the CEO's rise to the top of the crypto industry. They call him the J.P. Morgan of crypto. He's... Uh his desk on I don't a want to hear you people talk through the ecosystem, yes. right? Stopping it from being the case that anyone who transitively wait, did wait, business wait, with any chain of extremely shit. valuable. Been freed outside of FTX's head under a, uh, his desk on a beanbag chair as well. I sat down with Bankman Freed outside of FTX's headquarters to yeah. talk about his role as the industry's lender of last resort. We only had a few days to make some of these decisions. What we basically came to believe was the following. The first was that if possible, it would be extremely valuable to the ecosystem to backstop some of these places. First of all, it's just backstopping customers and making sure they're protected. Bullshit. But second of all, stopping contagion from spreading through the ecosystem, right? Stopping it from being the case that anyone who transitively did business with any chain of people who did business with one of the troubled assets themselves became troubled. And then the secondary goal um, was maybe there are good trades to do. Maybe there's an investment or acquisition that can be done at, you know, terms that we'd be excited about, given the sort of need for capital right now. But that was usually not the standard we we're able to hold ourselves to. You know, in practice, the standard was, do we feel okay about this from a financial perspective? Like, does this look at least mediocre? Like, like not a huge loss in expectation, maybe gain in expectation, hopefully, maybe not was sort of the bar that something had to cross in order for us to feel comfortable, uh, you know, intervening there. And and often we just weren't sure. Like, you look at a lot of these cases, you know, they had four days before they are going to file mm -hmm. bankruptcy. And so we had four days to do all of the diligence we could on the company, learn everything about it, understand the industry, their business, their customers, 
understand how we thought things were going to unfold, and then make a judgment call and wire money. I think the, the Voyager case bullshit. is sort of an interesting one there. What we ended up doing was extending a sort of two-piece line of credit. And the first was, was $70 million. And that, that $70 million was money they could just draw on immediately, no strings attached. And we mm. knew we might lose that. Then there's a, a larger line of credit, which would eventually have potentially plugged our best guess at the time as to what the, the complete hole was, um, but which had conditions on it. If there's just an immediate run on the bank here and the business is just going belly up and there's nothing we can do. But see how he's talking himself. He's talking to us like we're fucking stupid, right? All this shit, but I'll, I'll let this continue, but uh, then I'll have my opinion on it. But To actually save asshole. this, like we don't want to just keep during through it we very well may lose that that 70 million i, I don't know mm -hmm. if we're seeing it again you can see the smirk so on his it, face like we we understood that risk going in do you still have enough cash if you needed to do another bailout yeah yeah we did and, and we we try to keep that on hand like we try not to empty the coffer so to speak we had a couple billion going into the into this and uh you know it winds up roughly with the amount that we'd raised you know over so the this last, must have been before uh, all this. last year and you know, on top of that, we had been profitable. So billion-ish to deploy? Yeah, and, and again, you get to definitional issues here of this must be how the much downfall. do we really feel comfortable deploying, you know, saying that there's another ballpark billion, you know, that that is sort of, you know, completely unencumbered. Certainly will get you within, you know, within a factor of two, certainly, of the right answer. You said FTX has a responsibility to seriously consider stepping into the time to save companies. Why did you have that sense of responsibility? It's not going to be good for anyone long term if we have <laughs> he's telling you right pain, there if we have like real blowouts and uh, and it's not fair to customers and uh, it's not going to be good for regulation it, like, it's not going to be good he's for telling anything. you right there and, and so from a longer term perspective it's just that was what was important for for the ecosystem is what was important for customers and it was what was important for people to be able to operate in the ecosystem without being terrified yeah, this is the rise of this kid unknown unknown so, uh, somehow so basically you heard his little nerdy voice whatever so basically this is uh, this interview i didn't realize it till there but uh this interview is uh when he was coming up and he's telling you hey long term this ain't it you know, and this and that, and he he's setting it up for when all this money goes away, or he puts it somewhere under his mattress or whatever the fuck. He has this to go back on. I told you, you know, I told you it wasn't going to be long term. I told you your investment, you know, there was no strings attached. We all agreed to this. But what he didn't tell him is uh, we've been smoking meth and having sex with uh, nine people at this beach house in the Bahamas. <clears throat> he's just a little lonely nerd that figured it out. He's probably autistic. Nothing wrong with autistic people, but sometimes they're smarter than we are. And he just figured out a fucking, look, I can do this, do this. And I think it was $36 billion he ended up with and lost within a year or two. And the thing is, is uh, he's a scammer because he's using the economy, the ecosystem, the, you know, well, cryptocurrency is good for the environment and, and this and that. And 
uh, uh, you know, we, you know, you're doing his voice, you know, and kind of mean, you know, uh, it's going to help with a lot. It's going to help everybody. And if they just go to cryptocurrency, there's nobody, you know, that, uh, but what he's not fucking telling you is all cryptocurrency is in computers that generate energy, then energy, it generates more energy and you have to get that energy from somewhere into nuclear power plants and this and that, you know, dams and whatever. You still have to use, just like when they say, get an electrical car and it'll save the earth. No, it won't, dummy. What do you think everything on that car is being made in a factory that's putting fucking smoke in the air, you stupids? What do you fucking think those tires are being made in a fucking rubber factory that is putting more fumes in the air than you, than any all the cars in the fucking world? So I'm tired of these fuckers with this, you know, uh, the ecosystem and, uh, you know, uh, climate change. And, uh, uh, listen, listen, they use these tactics to make you feel like, oh, yeah, oh, they, oh, they really give a shit about the environment. Nobody does. Not one fucking person on this planet gives a shit about the environment. If they're using all this technology and all this plastics and and, and lithium and, and batteries and, and all this stuff, right? And this guy's scamming you by saying, well, we got we to gotta do something with the oceans. We got to have a billion dollars. Stop it, man. You guys got to watch what you're doing out there. This Bitcoin cryptocurrency is fucked. You're giving your money to air, to megabytes. To, if they if they convert to cryptocurrency, the government control your money. The government can totally control. They can do it now. The only difference is you can go to the bank and withdraw everything out before the government gets there and get raw money. But we're not going to have that anymore. We're going to have cryptocurrency where the government can say, oh, you didn't pay a bill? Boom, shut down your fucking finances. So fuck this SBF, this son of a bitch fucker. And imagine all the, 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 the people that didn't have money and they just gave their money to, to, to join this uh, Bitcoin thing, you know, there's a cryptocurrency. He's a, he's a Madoff. He's Barry Madoff or whatever the fuck the guy's name was. Whoever. You know what I mean. But uh, from what I hear, they uh, they arrested him in the Bahamas. He's going to get extradited. But the funny thing is, this is how spoiled these little fucking brats are nowadays. He gets there and he goes, I can't eat the food here. I'm going to go on a hunger strike because I'm a vegan and I need a vegan meal. Shut the fuck up, you criminal. You know, these these would be this would be a good time to bring back hanging in public fuckos like this so the uh you know nigerian prince can't take money from your fucking grandmother these guys need to be hung in fucking public by their fucking necks 36 billion dollars is worth a fucking hanging am i right or am i right but on the other side don't be so fucking gullible and be giving people like this just your fucking money get in uh, look uh, these are professionals that gave this guy money, and they're dumb. This is how dumb politicians are, and investors of other people that lost all their money are mad. But you gave him the fucking money. This is why you don't trust nobody. You don't believe nobody like that. 
As much as I blame him, I don't believe the people should be hung in public losing their money. But you can't cry foul now after you gave some stranger money to trade for fucking air. How fucking dumb is that? This cryptocurrency falls on the user and the seller. You guys should have been knowing, that's what I'm saying, been knowing that this was a fucking scam from all the other fucking stories, how people are losing money and people are fucking scamming them. You can't trust the, uh, especially with the technology these days, folks, stop. Stop giving your money out. You want to invest, go invest in fucking uh, uh, land, you know, realty. Something you can fucking actually physically know that you're investing your money in something. Don't invest it in air. <laughs> so there's two sides of that coin. There's asshole SBF, and there's the people that are naive enough to fucking fall for this Bitcoin bullshit. I don't even trust the stock markets. I won't even put, I won't even invest in stocks. I don't give a fuck if it's the next Apple, the next Disney, the next whatever. How do I know? You do not fucking know. Invest in something you know you're getting your money back somehow. Property. Property is where you need to fucking buy, uh, spend your fucking money and invest your money in. A legitimate business. In your own business. Go out there and make your own business happen. All this fucking money these people are putting in this fucking Bitcoin that could have had their own shit going. But, you know. So that's the story. If there's a lesson in this story, is what I just told you. Go do your research on stuff. If you're about to give fucking ten grand to a fucking Bitcoin, go do your research. And when you're done with that research, look at yourself in the mirror and go, "What the fuck is wrong with you? You know, you could do with ten thousand dollars and get money back and get some kind of profit back." Anything besides giving it to a total fucking stranger that will exchange it for nothing. You will have nothing but a crypto coin, a, 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 a fucking LED light or whatever they fucking have on your phone because you know you're going to check it every five minutes. Oh, is my Bitcoin up? Oh, is my Bitcoin down? Oh, then we have suicides because people invested all their money and they didn't get it fucking back and they lost it all. We got to get smarter, people. The dumbing down, the dumbing down of citizens in this country is fucking working. And that's how they got you. They got you by division. They get you by climate change. It's all about dumbing us up. Dumbing us up. Making us vote. Dumbing us up. Dumbing us up. Dumbing us up. Until we're all fucking stupid. And we are 80% 80% there right now. <laughs> oh, folks. But it's going to be all right. It's not, but it's going to be, if that makes any sense. I'm sure it does. But what are you going to do? I thought I heard somebody yelling. <laughs> Some weird noises going on. But uh, 
Yeah, that's my take on the whole Bitcoin FTX saga. Uh, somebody, some people, a couple people had asked me if I was going to talk about it, and I'm talking about it. So there's my take on it, folks. Listen, I love you all. And it's about to be Christmas. And I want everybody that's not going to listen to the special, the Christmas special on New, uh, Christmas Eve. I just want to tell you, if I don't talk to you before then or after then, Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy Hanukkah. Merry Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. I don't know. Whatever. T- uh, whatever. Whatever your fucking holiday is, you know, enjoy it. And I'm atheist, right? And I, that's another thing I want to talk about. I, I've been seeing these news stories about these atheist people, like, fucking with these nativity scenes and these Christmas uh, Christmas trees and shit. And, and, and let me tell you something. These aren't... These, uh, these aren't atheists, okay? I'm just going to say that right now. We don't do shit like that. We don't care what you do. Right? If you come and preach to us, we'll preach our side. That's how atheist is this supposed to work. Not this, uh, you know, your God is this. Who gives a shit? Shut the fuck up. If they want to believe in Jesus was born that day and Mary wasn't cheating on her husband, whatever. Hey, whatever, man. Let them celebrate the way they want to fucking celebrate. Keep your stupid atheism out of it. That's our whole point is atheism. We don't care. Do what you want to do. Whatever makes you happy. We're not here to sway anybody any type of way. That's against atheism if you really think about it. These people up here are, are, are not atheists. They're troublemakers. They're liberal, democratical, and I'm saying it. They're fucking idiots that are trying to make this political or some type of way. Because this is how you politic, politician people fuck it, politic people fucking act. Right. So I know it's one of these, you know, Antifa's or whatever the fucks are. The, these are the guys doing it in the name of atheism. And it's not how it works, because all the atheists I know, we don't give it. We don't care. Just don't preach at us. Don't preach at us. We won't preach at you. Or at least make you look like a fool. Right. So I just want to let everybody know and everybody here knows I'm an atheist, that that is not the true atheist way. There is no way. Atheists don't have a way. We don't give a shit. We just care. We just believe that there's nothing. And that's fine. We're allowed to believe that. But don't go getting in people's faces going, the Lord Jesus, your Lord, your God is killing babies, blah, 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 blah. That's a, That only comes up when they start preaching about their God. Then you can say shit like that. But don't start painting shit and gluing your hands to the fucking whatever and on the name of atheism, because uh, you're making you, 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 no. We denounce you. We denounce you, you pieces of shits. So everybody have a Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Do whatever, whatever you say, whatever you do, whatever your tradition is. I don't give a fuck. As long as you're happy, as long as you're having a good time, and that's what gets you through the fucking holidays. Enjoy it, and don't worry about this negative, dumbass people trying to cause these so-called Christmas wars and uh you know and we'll get along just fine but i just want to tell everybody have a merry merry christmas out there from splatch unicorner podcast to your family uh i hope it's a great one safe one um what else is there 
You can reach us on the socials, Splash in the Corner Podcast, at least Instagram at the moment. Um, you can reach us at Splash Unicorner at gmail.com. You can also, uh, well, that's about it. That's, a, <laughs> that's all you can do. Um, stick around for the sports shit show next after we hear some commercials after this regular show. And uh, I'm trying to think what else is going on. Uh, of course, Saturday, the Splash Unicorner podcast. Um, Christmas special. And uh, then we'll have one more episode before the New Year's is over, folks. Uh, it's almost two years we've done this podcast. We're on episode 90-something, the 100th episode. We'll do something fun. We'll have a nice little fun episode. But everybody out there, stay high, stay fly. We're going to let you out of this episode with my song again for Christmas called Fat Man. We may have some new songs on Saturday. Tune in Christmas Eve, baby, for the Splash in the Corner podcast Christmas special. And uh, everybody that doesn't listen or didn't li- or isn't going to listen on, on Christmas Eve, have a great Christmas. Be safe. Uh, stay high. Stay fly. Leave out the milf and cookies for me and Santa. Uh, peace and love. And the holy smoke above. I'm out, bitches. Christmas time, motherfuckers. Uh. Fat man coming. You good? Ask the song. If not, you get nothing but cold. So maybe next year you won't be such an asshole. Maybe help out the poor check on the old folks next door. Either way, change it up. Maybe next year your Christmas won't suck. But if you choose to say the same and stay lame, you know who to blame. Yourself. Not the elf on the shelf or a dentist named Hermia the Elf, so you know now what to do. Just be cool, and the fat man will come to your town with ho-ho-hos in different area codes. So leave out the cookies and the milk, because Santa and the reindeer are in full tilt. It's that Chris Kringle jingle for you motherfuckers. Yeah, it's Christmas time. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hey everybody, let me tell you about G-Pop Design Studios. It's run by my friend Michaela, and uh, it's a little, little business out of Edna, Texas, a little small town on the Gulf Coast, and they sell anything you want customized. Uh, They can do koozies, shirts, baby clothes, canvas bags, Christmas or birthday gift tags, and also wooden items. You can also purchase by either messaging them through Facebook page, G-Pop Designs Studio, or by going to their website, gpopdesignstudio.etsy.com. Remember, they do everything customized, anything you want. So talk to Michaela. She'll give you 10% off if you use the code FIRST10. That's F-I-R-S-T-10. Get 10% off your first purchase. So go tell Michaela Splatch Unicorner sent you, 
and uh, get get what you need there, customized. Okay, G Pop Design Studios on, on Facebook, and again, their uh, website is gpopdesignstudio.etsy.com. Go customize your life, people. Hey, everybody, just here to let you know that you should check out Mr. Nice Guys for all your smoking needs. They specialize in local-made and American-made glass and a one-stop shop for all your CBD, Delta 8, Kratom, exotic sodas and snacks, rolling papers, cones, and smoking accessories. Check Mr. Nice Guys out at 13201 Pond Springs Road. And there, they will help you out with all your smoking needs and whatever. Whatever you need there, they got it. And they're good friends of mine. Tell them Splat said hi and tell them that the Splat's Unicorner sent you. Bye, Mr. Nice Guys. Check them out. Hey everybody, today we are talking about Squatch Mobile Automotive Repair. They mainly focus on brakes, steering, and suspension, but also cover preventative maintenance, check engine diagnostics, no-start diagnostics, and free bumper-to-bumper inspection with every service. Their model is, to, is built to save the customer time and money by coming to them in their home or office so they don't have to schedule around shops. Uh, you can reach uh, Shiloh at 512-348-1787. That's 512-348-1787. The email is 19shilohshorten92 at gmail.com. And their website is squatchmobileautomotive.com. That's squatchmobileautomotive.com. And I believe they have a Facebook page, Squatch Mobile Automotive Repair. They'll come to you. I don't care how long he works, and I don't care what he does. There is no job worth $2 million a year. That's why they pay athletes these fantastic salaries. I was listening to the radio the other day. They just contracted to pay one, one player on one team $6 million a year. Can you believe this? And why is that? It's the Roman circus. What does the emperor do when the people become restive and when the people are asking questions and when the people don't like the policies of the emperor? He sends them to the circus. He creates a circus. He builds a giant coliseum. And he begins to throw the Christians to the lions. He has great chariot races and football games and basketball games, all to keep the idiots preoccupied with things that don't mean anything in the scheme of the entire world so that they don't have the time to learn what the truth is so they don't ever get smart enough to learn how they're being manipulated so they don't ever question the emperor that's why they pay a player on a football team or a baseball team a million or two million or three million dollars a year it is the Roman circus
Hey everybody, sorry I couldn't get shit working here. <laughs> How you doing? Welcome to the Sports Shit Show. Splash in the Corner Podcast presents the Sports Shit Show. Sorry for that long intro. Oh, I'm trying to get my phone to work here. The internet is so Give me a second here. So fucking bullshit. Alright, I think I got it going on here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's not going to say it on the song, but uh, how about that fucking soccer game Sunday morning? Huh? Eh? Eh? It was like 3 to 2 when I jumped out. It was early in the morning, by the way. <clears throat> but uh, it was Argentina versus France. And uh, they tied it up. Then they did the penalty kicks, of course. And Messi, Messi was the man. He is the man. He fucking killed it. And uh, they ended up winning. I think it was 4-3. I can double check on that. But look, France gave him a fight. Don't get me wrong. France did give him a fight. I'm not even sure they're going to have it on here anymore. That was a couple days ago. Internet is slow. FIFA World Cup. FIFA World Cup. Nope, that's not it. We want first place. Final. Argentina versus France. They won the penalty. It was 3-3, three three, but the penalty shots went to Argentina. So don't cry for him, Argentina. <laughs> Leon uh, Madapi. I don't know how to say that. Madapi. France. France. Uh, Messi. We're going at it there towards the end. But, uh, you know, it was a good match. It wasn't the USA, but hey, what are you going to fucking do, huh? But that was exciting for the weekend. Uh, we did have uh, some good games on Sunday. Sundays on. or Saturdays. <laughs> Saturday. Oh, man. Some really, really, really interesting games on Saturday. Let me tell you. Mm-mm-mm. I believe it started off. I believe the first game was the Colts. Indianapolis Colts versus the Vikings. And uh, and I'm watching this game, and it looks like it's out of control by halftime. I mean, it, technically it was. Uh, Indianapolis was up 33, 30, 33 to nothing at halftime. Right? That's amazing. You're up, you got it. You know, there was uh, interceptions, fumbles. There was everything you could do. And then the second half came. 
Boom, boom, boom. And the Vikings held the Colts to three points and a half. The third and fourth quarter, three points in the third quarter. That was it. And the Vikings proceeded to score 14 points in the third. Okay. I may cut it in half or whatever. And uh, then in the fourth quarter, 20, 22 points to tie it up. What? And then, of course, it went into overtime, and the Vikings win 3-0. to zero. But God damn, I mean, I love Jeff Saturday, or, yeah, I think that's his name. But he is getting that team together. He's just not, he's not Mr. Fourth Quarter lately, or second half. This guy is just shit in the bed. And you know what, maybe that'll come with time, but I would not get rid of him. I would keep him in for another year after this and see, you know, let him get what he wants, his plan for the next year and see how it goes. You never know because he's not doing bad. He's a three-quarter coach right now, but he ain't, for a guy that's never coached anybody, he ain't doing fucking bad. But he did blow that second half just like he did against, I believe it was the, the Cowboys. He was he went into a third quarter, right? Third quarter had it had it was up or down only down by two or three points, and then fourth quarter it's fifty four to fucking nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to get that, and then the one game he lost because of time management. He didn't. He wasn't doing things correctly, but he get the hill that'll come to him. It's not like he's losing to to shitty teams. Maybe he is. I don't know. But that was the early game. Um, it's nice to have games on Saturdays, isn't it, folks? Well, I'll tell you what, though. The uh, Vikings, uh, they're barely getting by, man. They're barely getting. I know their record shows different. Shows different. They're 11-3. and three. What's that division like? I know we usually do the standings at the end, but we'll just integrate it now. It ain't going to happen today, folks. It's going to be a weird fucking, because I rely on the internet so much for this segment. So much. Uh, it's going to be a fucking tough day. So we're gonna, we might have to bare bones it this time. So I can get this internet figured out. Uh, today it's just shit. I've done everything. Oh, we had Saturday games. I didn't even talk about the Thursday game. What the fuck? Come on, man. I know. I know. I'm... Uh, 49ers Seahawks. This was a good game. 21 to 13. 49ers win this one. And then let me tell you what. Uh, what's his name? Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy is looking pretty. I know everybody says that. It's so cheesy. but Man, this kid is not fucking fucking around, man. He's doing pretty good. He's doing real good. And uh, uh, that might help them. If he, keep, if he continues, look, he's beat up Tampa Bay, which ain't eh, too hard nowadays. And he beat up Seahawks, which is uh, pretty de- uh Seahawks, uh, never mind. They're 7-7. Seven and seven. <laughs> They're as good as the Browns, never mind. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
Never mind. But still, as a third-string rookie quarterback, this guy is nailing it. Let's see what his, uh, what's his fucking 217 yards, two touchdowns. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. And he's spreading it around, baby. He is spreading it around. But yeah, 49ers won that one. And uh, my apologies for not saying it first. I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to Saturday because I'm a dumb dumb. And then we had the Brown, or the, 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 the fucking Cleveland Browns. Dog pound, baby. Woo! Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. <laughs> Against the Gavens. And the Browns win this one, finally. At home. It's Deshaun Watson's uh, first win at home at the dog in front of the dog pound, baby. And let me tell you what. He did a fine job. 139 yards, one interception. <laughs> Just kidding. That was fucking Baltimore. Deshaun Watson, 161 yards, one touchdown. Chubbs had 99 goddamn yards. Uh, Cooper had 58, of course. But we have to stop everybody's run game. J.K. Dobbins had 125 fucking yards. But the the, the key point is here is everybody's watching Deshaun Watson, right? And I believe, I believe, now we are playing a Lamar Jackson-less Ravens, right? And I believe Huntley has beat us in the past. Um, so uh, take some things into consideration. Maybe why we won this game. Okay. But we did see flashes of what we want out of Deshaun Watson. He kind of they they. I think they listened to what I think they listened to this podcast because they heard what I said. You fucking run that ball and let. Deshaun Watson ease himself in, and they did that in this game. There was patience. There was, there was, you know, Chubbs running. Even if he got a few yards, they didn't. They didn't fucking ditch it. They let Deshaun ease himself in there to, to become him again. Okay. Now we're gonna find out this Saturday if he's got it. If he can do it away from home. Because I believe. Wait a minute. Might be. We'll find out later. Uh, we'll find out now. Fuck you. I'm saying that to myself. No, it's in Cleveland. Okay. Well, maybe he can get it done at home again. Because then we have to play the Commanders, and they're a pretty decent team. But we should be able to beat them by that. Deshaun Watson should have that rust knocked the fuck off by the Commanders. And we should beat the Saints. There's no reason we should not beat the Saints on Saturday. And then we fall out with the fucking, by, by Pittsburgh Steelers, Deshaun Watson should be a fucking $230 million fucking quarterback. Right? The Roman fucking circus. <clears throat> so, but we did win. 13 to 3. We are still in the hunt. All right. The hunt for what? I don't fucking know. But we can. Hey, look, we've pulled out wild cards out of our asses in the past. We can do it again. 
And maybe if we can get squeak in there. I mean, look at fucking, we have the same record as Tom Brady. I think his might be worse. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) But Jesus Christ. He's in first place. They're in first place. So what in the entire fuck? They're six and eight. They're the same as we are. So if we have a shot, I'm all for it. I don't care how we get it. If we get it, we get it. I don't want to hear no excuses like, oh, you only got it because of blah, blah, blah. Fine, we got it. Who gives a fuck? Just like Tom Brady. He, uh, if he's in first place at fucking uh, um, seven and nine or whatever, I guess it would be seven and ten, then so be it. He got in. And once he gets in playoff mode, might be a different story. I don't know. I can't tell with him this year. Maybe it's the coach. The other coach did fine with him. Get that other guy back. (laughs) But then uh, we had, uh, okay, go Browns. We'll talk about them here in a little bit when we see who's playing next week. Then we had the Dolphins, of course, the Dolphins, Bills, 32-29. Bills took that one. That was a fucking back-and-forth, back-and-forth type of game. It was uh, snowing. It was interesting. That was an interesting game. It was very, very much what I expected it to be. And uh, both of these teams, you're probably going to see them in the playoffs anyway. So that might be a pre-playoff game, which is interesting. uh, Because it depends where they play. Well, I guess the Bills. Aren't they in the same? Yeah, they're in the same uh, conference. But, uh, you know, Dolphins Dolphins didn't look bad. Took some hits, but they didn't look bad. Uh, but, hey, Josh Allen took some hits, too. I mean, but the motherfuckers are running around like a crazy-ass man. And then we move on to Sunday, 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 folks. I don't know why I sound like Sean Connery, but actually I sound like the Grinch. Oh, my goodness. I wonder if the Grinch's voice was like uh, inspired by Sean Connery. I think about it, but we had Dallas. We them boys, them boys uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars won this one forty three four. I did watch this game, and what the fuck, man! Now in the third quarter or whatever, fourth quarter, Trey Lance or Trey Lawrence, whatever, Trevor Lawrence. Fumbles the ball. Dallas, that's your time. That's your time to shine. Right? You were trying to score instead of killing the clock. You should have killed the clock. You should have ran some uh, Zeke. You should have. The things you were doing were outlandish because they were just bum rushing you. That was your. That was when the tides turned. When you didn't. When it was three and out, and they had whatever two minutes, whatever, to fucking catch up. So you got to blame that on coaching, I assume. Now that interception at the end or whatever, that's not on Dak. You know, it just happened to bounce off the fucking receiver's hands. I'm, I hate it when people are put, like putting up, Dak Prescott's garbage. 
No, man. He, that way, he didn't throw it at another fucking opponent like a lot of these dumb fucks that you guys are praising did. He threw it at his fucking guy. His guy went through his guy's hands, bounced off his shoulder, and hit the other guy in the uh, in the hands with it. So don't give me this shit, Dak Prescott. Let's look at his stats. Why we're fucking here, you fucking fuck knuckles? Because this dude's always balling. 256 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. And one of those interceptions, both of those interceptions, can you really count those as his fault? Maybe the one. So uh, all these Dak, get rid of Dak Prescott. He's got, who are you going to fucking take? Baker fucking Mayfield, you fucking morons? Dak Prescott isn't that bad. Maybe it's the motherfuckers around him that ain't doing their fucking job. And let me tell you something. There is no perfect quarterback out there. If you want a perfect quarterback, go play John Madden and get good at it on your little video game. Or make one. Or whatever they do. But Trevor Lawrence showed up too. 318 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Transgender Lawrence killed it. So you can't blame it on Dak fucking Prescott. Dumb dumb should have fucking caught the ball. He should have used his hands. Use your fucking hands. So, Jaguars came back in the OT and won it 40-34. to 34. Just like the fucking... Ja- that was a mirror image of the fucking Colts-Vikings game. A little closer, but you know what I mean. And the Texans gave the fucking Chiefs a hard fucking time. Another OT game. And the Texans, they're this close to winning a game again. They only won one this year. Chiefs beat them 30-24. to 24. And the Chiefs were having a rough time here. But it goes to my theory. The Texans were hungry. And the Chiefs are complacent. You know, what's, what's their record? 11-3. Uh, uh, Houston's 1-12-1. Um, is Houston tanking so they can get a first-round draft pick? Who fucking knows? We don't know. We don't know how these teams do their shit, right? Um, so that, that that was a weird game. That was a good game because, I mean, not that I like the Texans, but, you know, I like the underdog. And they, uh, the hungrier, I just, they're proving my... They're proving my point, sort of, even though they lost. But they took them to the they took them to task for fucking four quarters. Is my point. And then you had <laughs> this game here, <clears throat> another close game, by the way. Patriots versus the Raiders. And uh, I think let's see if we can get this video to play. It might be hard. My internet. Jacoby Myers. <laughs> now the tide it's a tie game. There's seconds left in the game. And uh, Patriots let's see, it's coming. My seconds to go. It's a handoff. Stevenson up the middle. Right. Breaks one tackle at the fifth. Tie, there's the no seconds left. Tie game, going to overtime. Drops it behind Starts to lateral. Myers who circles and laterals it, and it's intercepted by the Raiders. Going the other way, down the sideline at the 20-yard line, to the 10-yard line. Touchdown, Vegas. What a wild finish. <laughs> oh, God. I watched Taylor this a million Jones, times, and it's still the good. The ex-New England Patriot. Wow. On a lateral back. 
comes up with it and goes the distance at the horn in one of the wildest finishes you the will ever dumbest. hear. Unbelievable. Unreal. The game was over. The game was over. There was no way that the Patriots were going to be able to stop the clock. But instead of just getting on the ball and going to overtime, they decided to play lateral. They lateral the ball back. And it falls into the arms of Chandler Jones, wow. who runs into the end zone. Oh, I can watch that a million times. Return for a touchdown. The dumbest fucking play in the fucking world. What are you doing, Jacoby Myers? What in the entire fuck was good? And not even him. Uh, who's the first guy that got the ball, right? What are you doing? Sit down. Go into overtime and handle it in overtime. I hate this fucking mentality. It's like, we win the game now. And you end up losing. Nobody ever wins that scenario, you dumb fucking shitheads. Why are you laddering the ball when it's a tie game? If you were losing, I get it. Take your chances. But you weren't losing. You were tied. Go into overtime and handle your business there. Then you have time to think about shit. I guarantee Bill Belichick did not give the okay to lateral that shit. <laughs> Believe me when I tell you. Jacoby Myers is going to get a fucking smacking. Believe me when I tell you. But what the fuck are you doing? Now, I don't know if that eliminates the Patriots from playoff situations, but certainly not good. Stop it. Hey. I'm going to tell you all the coaches, not even the coaches, players out there. Unless you're down and there's no time on the clock, don't lateral that fucking ball. That is the dumbest shit you can do. Because you're not thinking, you're throwing on the fly. It's not It's not something you practice every fucking day like everything, every fucking thing else. It's a dumb fucking move. And everybody thinks just because Miami, you, or whoever the fuck did it back in the day. I know who did it. I just can't think about it right now. Everybody thinks they could fucking do it. Maybe it was the Dolphins. I don't fucking know. Whoever it was, stop. It only works one out of a thousand times. It's like you guys are playing fucking crack machines at the bar. It's only going to fucking hit after you spend so much fucking money, you fucking dum-dums. <laughs> I bet you don't see anybody else fucking lateral balls this fucking year. Uh, Raiders win that one 30-24. Then you got the Eagles versus the Bears. And let me tell you what, even though the Bears lost here 25-20, to Justin Fields put on a goddamn show, man. 152 yards, two touchdowns passing, 95 yards rushing with only 15 carries. He's the third quarterback to have, what, 1,000-yard rushing, something like that. And so many whatever starts. Jalen Hurts, 300. 15 yards, two interceptions. He wasn't having a great day. Look, Philadelphia was breaking down. And uh, Hertz might not be playing this week against the fucking Dallas Cowboys. So bring out the excuses, Philadelphia. Oh, uh, you guys won. You guys won because Jalen Hurts wasn't playing. Next man up, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Sit down. Eat your Philly cheesesteak and shut the fuck up. But the Bears, oh, they need to get fucking. They need. They need to get a good coach, and they need to get some shit. An offensive line. Uh, I think that's a start. That's a goddamn start for the Bears because if uh, or or give Justin Fields a good time somewhere else. I'd rather have Justin Fields than fucking Deshaun Watson. I'm just saying. 
Uh, let's see. Then we had the Falcons and the Saints, and we're going to be playing the Saints. And the Falcons and the Saints it was a boring. I mean, it was a close game, but it's the Falcons and the Saints. Saints win this one, eighteen or twenty-one to eighteen. Falcons not looking good, but neither is Matty Ice. Oh, a little fun fact about that game: the Colts, Matty Ice. He broke the history record for uh, big uh, biggest deficit uh, loss, or you know, having biggest deficit than losing in the in uh, Super Bowl history, and now he's done it in regular game history. So then we move on down to the Lions and the Jets. That's right, folks. This was a barn burner and a half, and it came down to the wire. And the Lions pulled this one off 20-17. to 17. And let me tell you what, the, 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 I think the Lions might have a shot for a fucking uh, little playoff run here. But so do the Jets. Uh, with all these low numbers, there's going to be a lot of fucking people in the mix for the wild cards and shit, right? I don't think I like the new system too much, but hey, it is what it is. We can't control that. Then we have the Steelers versus the Pan- the Queelers versus the Panthers. And, of course, the Queelers win 16 again. I don't know how they have the same record as we do. doesn't make sense to me. Should not be happening this year. Whatever happened to us this year, I blame it on the NFL and their fake, woke, we-believe-in-women bullshit. 24-16 uh, in that game. I think the Panthers are eliminated from the playoffs. Am I right? Maybe not. I don't know. We'll find out. Then we have the Cardinals and the Broncos. God damn this game. Fuck this game. Whoever fucking... Hey, look, the Broncos finally won a game. Kyler Murray's out for the fucking year. He was hurt first play, I believe. First or second play. This is a disaster, Cardinals. Kyler Murray is what I said he was when they drafted him. Garbage. No, nobody believed me. Uh, 24-15 in that game. Titans-Chargers, this was a fucking great game. This one was going back and forth. uh, 17-14, Chargers take this one. Then we had the Bungholes Buccaneers. I definitely watched this game. This was a great fucking game. Even though I needed the Bengals to win, it was still a good game to watch. It looks like the Bengals are probably going to take our division. Tom Brady didn't look himself. They just did not look good, man. Uh, Buccaneers got to really, if they're going to have a playoff spot, and which looks like they probably will, uh, they really, but anybody could take that division right now, but I got a feeling it's going to be Tampa Bay. Uh, uh, they better figure that shit out quick or they're going to get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> then we had the Giants and the Commanders and everybody's fighting for position in this fucking uh, uh, division because it looks like everybody in the division look, most likely is going to be in the playoffs by the end of the year, depending on divisionals. I mean, still, that's going to make things, I don't know, it's going to get weird here in the last couple weeks with this division. And Giants win this one 20-12, barely, barely winning this one. And then Monday night we had the Green Bay Packers. Go, Pack, go. I forgot to text you, Miss Michaels, but uh, congratulations. Uh, I'll text you tomorrow when I wake up. (laughs) She's probably in bed by now. (laughs) And Eric and Courtney, go, Pack, go. You won. 
You won 20. You beat Baker Mayfield. Which, hey, Baker Mayfield didn't look too bad, but you have to understand he's not really into that system yet, right? Maybe they should give him back the generic place, but you know everybody uh, on the Green Bay went back and looked at that fucking tape, and it showed. But Green Bay wins this one 24-12, which I think keeps them in the fucking hunt because Rodgers looked pretty happy last night after that game. He looked pretty chipper, making jokes, doing stuff. So maybe he's maybe this last part he's got a don't they have to win out to get a, a, a playoff spot? Ah, well, let's see what their division looks like. Uh, let's see here. But yeah, anybody can take the NFC South. They're only one game apiece. Everybody except for Tampa Bay is five and nine, and Tampa Bay is six and eight. We have to beat the Saints to help Tom Brady. <laughs> Atlanta's even in the mix. <laughs> oh, fuck a Rooney. Fuck a Rooney. Oh, we know Minnesota's going to take that division, but uh, Chicago's out of it. Uh, so it's really between Detroit and Green Bay in that situation. It's going to get real interesting because Arizona Car- uh, Rams are out. Uh,. Dallas and Philly are in. And uh, Minnesota's in? Yeah, Minnesota's in. So we have Philadelphia, Dallas, Minnesota so far. And these other two, no one has been decided yet. That's fucking crazy. (laughs) But on the AFC... uh, uh, Buffalo so far. Wow, AFC's trash. KC and Buffalo. Oh, surprise, surprise, surprise. Um, so that's where we're at with the NFLs. Let's see what's going on this week, what games we're looking at. We'll give you the standings of the uh, Cavs. We'll t- at least find out where they're at because i got to wrap this up. This internet's pissing me off. So I'm sitting here waiting for the games. Talk about the Cavs, and we'll get the fuck out of here. Okay, week 16, Thursday, 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 December 22nd, folks. Getting close to that Christmas, baby. Uh, We have the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars versus the New York Jets on Prime Video. And that's an even Stevens because who knows what's going to happen in that game. That's 7-15, folks, on Thursday. No line on that one. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. And, of course, on Saturday, December 24th, it's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve. And all through the house, nobody was stirring, not even a brown's fucking mouse. But when they woke up to tailgate with the dog pound, The Saints fell to the ground because the Browns have beat them down on Christmas morn. (laughs) Anyway, Saints versus the Browns. Uh, Of course, the Browns are six and eight. Saints are five and nine. Not a seems like a pretty even matchup at noon on CBS. I will not. (laughs) No bars are going to be open or nothing. I'm going to have to watch this one on Facebook, folks. 
maybe, I don't know, NFL Plus probably won't play it. They're going to play the bullshit around here. But anyway, go, go. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. So, got to win that one. We got to win the rest. We can't lose any more games, folks. We cannot lose any more games. I cannot stress that e fucking enough. Enough. We have to win, Browns. You now is the time to get your shit together so we can at least show that we're somebody in this goddamn league, even though we have the same record as people that are in first places in some areas. Texans versus the Titans. I might take the Texans in this game. Noon, CBS. Tennessee's only favored by five. And then we have the Eagles. Here we go. Fly, Eagles, fly. I guess we we, we didn't bowl us. We didn't bowl us. We don't want to talk about it. We didn't bowl us. Against Dallas, we them boys. Of course, 10-4 and 13-1. and, 13 and one. The Eagles, 325 on Fox. Dallas is only Dallas is favored by five. I'll definitely take Dallas in that game since Jalen Hurts is definitely not playing. The Bungholes versus the Patriots. Go Patriots! Oops, sorry. Go Patriots! That's a noon on CBS against the Bungholes. Cincinnati is favored by three and a half. Then we have the Bills versus the Bears. The Bears 11 and 3. Uh, Bears 3 and 11. Noon CBS. Buffalo is only favored by nine. Seahawks versus the Chiefs. Birds versus the Turds. <laughs> uh, Chiefs three eleven and three. Seahawks seven and seven. Noon Fox. K- KC is favored by nine and a half. Then we have the Giants versus the Vikings. The Giants eight five and one. Uh, Vikings eleven and three. That's a noon on Fox. Minnesota's only favored by three and a half on this one. Hmm, interesting, interesting, interesting. These are all on Saturday, folks. A lot of, lot of football on Saturday. Lions versus the Panthers at noon. Lions are 7-7. Seven seven. Panthers are 5-9. and nine. Fox, uh, Detroit is favored by two, two and a half, two and a half. Uh, then we have the Falcons versus the Ravens. Go Falcons. That's at noon, Fox. Baltimore's favored by seven. That's a lot of fucking noon noon games. Uh, Commanders versus the 49ers. Commanders are seven, six, and one. 49ers are 10 4, good buddy. 305, CBS. San Fran is favored by seven. And someone did email me about the times on these. We're central. I'm in Austin, Texas. So that's why I apologize. I don't apologize for where I'm at, but I'm not going to give everybody's time out. It's just. I'm here, okay? You do the math. <laughs> Commanders versus the 49ers, and uh, that's a 305. San Francisco is favored by seven. The Raiders. Go Raiders. I'm going to be rooting for the Raiders on Christmas Eve night before. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, they, 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 the internet done kicked me out. Okay, here we go. Six and eight. Six and eight. Raiders and six and eight squealers, seven fifteen NFL networks. Pittsburgh's only favored by three. Let's go Raiders, 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 Raiders. And Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. 
December 25th. It's the Green Bay Packers go pack go versus the Miami Miami Dolphins. Miami's uh, eight and six. Packers are six and eight. Both in the hunt. Noon Fox Miami is favored by four. Then we have the Broncos versus the Rams. Trash versus trash. Four and ten. Four and ten. Three thirty. CBS. Nobody's playing that game. <laughs> they probably are. I guess. Never mind. <laughs> well, Denver's favored by two and three or t- uh, two to two point five. <laughs> Two and a half points. Buccaneers versus the Cardinals. Jesus Christ, six and eight. Uh, Cardinals four and ten. Seven thirty. That's going to be a sucky game on Christmas night. Seven thirty and BC. NBC. Uh, Tampa Bay's favored by six and a half. I would hope so. And then we have the Chargers versus the Colts. My God, these games just get better, don't they? This is on Monday, December twenty-six on Kwanzaa. Uh, Chargers uh, eight and six. Colts uh, four nine and one. 715 ESPN, folks. Right at you. Coming right at you. That's going to be some good games on Christmas Eve and Christmas. So go team goes. And then before we get the flock out of here, just kidding, we're getting the fuck out of here. Let's talk basketball. Basketball, basketball, Jones. What are the games on Sunday? Christmas games. Let's see what the Christmas games are real quick. Because these are the ones I usually watch. <laughs> but no fucking Cavs. Fuck you. Uh, Lakers, Mavs at one thirty on ABC, ESPN. I'll be watching that one. 76ers versus the Knicks, 11 a.m.? <laughs> Huh? Wait a minute. There's a basketball game on 11 a.m.? Jesus H. Christ. It's fucking Christmas. ABC. Oh, they're all on ABC, huh? ABC, ESPN, Bucks versus Celtics, 4 o'clock ABC. Of course, all these are ABC. Let's just get that over with. Uh, Grizzlies versus the Warriors, 7 o'clock. And then at 9.30, the Suns and the Nuggets. But let's really find out what's going on here. Let's really find out where the fucking Cleveland Cavaliers are in third all year long. We're just a really good third team. But we're only two or three. We're three, four, three points behind uh, first place. Milwaukee is 22-8. and eight. Boston's 22-9. and nine. And we are 21-11. and 11. And Brooklyn Nets are right behind us. Uh, Philadelphia is number five, six, New York Knicks, Miami, Miami, seven, Atlanta, nine, Indianapolis, 10, Toronto, 10, or nine, and Toronto, 10, basement of Chicago, Washington, Orlando, Charlotte, and Detroit. Uh, the Western Conference, Memphis is first. It's a tight squeeze all the way down, down. Everybody can get, anybody can get this one. Memphis is, uh... In first, Denver's in second, Phoenix in third, New Orleans in fourth. Uh, the Clippers are in fifth, Sacramento's in sixth, Portland, Portland is in seventh, Minnesota's in eighth, Utah ninth, tenth is Dallas. Squeezing up there. And in the basement, Dallas knocking uh, the Warriors in the basement with the Lakers, the OKC, San Antonio, and Houston. Just not looking good for Texas all around right there, except for Dallas squeaking up. Number 10. 
But uh, that's your sports shit show for the week, folks. I know it was a short one, but the Internet's happening. I believe we needed to talk about everything we needed to talk about. And that's just the way it is. Yes, folks. Yes, folks. Uh, I think that's... Uh, I gave you all the games for the Christmas and Christmas Eve. Right. 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 And, uh... Yeah. Everybody have a very Merry Christmas out there in sports world and... If you listen to the regular podcast, there will be a Christmas special on Saturday, Christmas Eve. You can reach us at Splash Unicorner Podcast on Instagram and Splash Unicorner Gmail on on um, email. Sorry, my mind is not working right now. All of a sudden, <laughs> I think I need to go eat something, folks. But I hope everybody out there in sports shit show land, maybe you just listen to the sports section. You know, this is like a newspaper here. There's some sections you might want to skip. You might want to go to the one. But if you listen to the whole show or you don't listen to the show, just remember, folks, be safe out there. Find your family. Enjoy your family. We're all here for a short time. We're also here for a good time. Drink your eggnog. May your spirits be bright. May your nights be silent and your holies be night. Or nights be holy. <laughs> that was almost perverted. Your holies be night. Ooh, hey, hey. But uh, get your crotch goblins everything they want for Christmas. Santa and the reindeers are coming, whether you believe it or not. Because belief is all in your mind. And if you believe, that's all that matters. Because we all have a kid inside us that loves Christmas just a little bit. And I just want to let you guys know I appreciate you listening all year long. I love you. Merry Christmas. I'm not going to wish you a happy new year because I'll talk to you before then. Okay, until next week, you Christmassy motherfuckers, stay high, stay fly, peace and love and the holy smoke above, silent night, holy smoky night, that's right folks, I'm out bitches, Merry Christmas everybody.